When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day, 9.45 a.m. Goes live on Instagram. Uh, good morning, too. Let's see who's around. Uh, Tara, what's up? Good morning, Wyatt. How are you, bud? Bellamy Jack, Anna, Mira. Hopefully everybody had a good weekend. What's up, Oopty? Oh, man. We hit it pretty hard over the weekend. I gotta say, it was, uh, and I say like hit it hard, I mean like 11 o'clock on a Friday night, drinking some peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> Not like it used to be. You know, when the party would just get going around 9.45 a.m. and then it would last until 7 a.m. the next morning. Those days, those days just don't exist anymore, man. It's too much. Our brains are just like so inundated with information and i don't know especially being 40 it's like there's kids and god damn it i i just don't want to be bothered i just much rather go take a nice nap and just enjoy a good sleep up at the cabin uh, a couple of things to talk about uh had to tell somebody to fuck off on friday haven't done that in a long time and i've I, like i've always said just have a really good fuck off always chambered and ready to go for somebody and uh luckily i got to pull back the drawstring and uh, fire it up. Hey, uh, BJ, real quick, I got a question for you, bud. Were you, on Friday, you said that you were streaming us live from Howie's, and then on Friday afternoon, my brother-in-law were out taking a drive up to the cabin, and we drove past this place in central Minnesota. I believe it was called Howie's Mud Bog Party? Mud Bit? Mud Bog Party. Billy's Howie's, Howie's Bug, Bug, Bug Mud Pod Pit Party thing. I don't know. There was... Uh, nothing but uh, a sea of people <laughs> with some um, with like a bunch of like uh, scouts and four by fours and Howie's mud bugs, son of a bitch, BJ. That's where you were. I'll be damned. Wow. Because when you said Howie's on Friday, I was like, well, tell Howard I say hello, not knowing that it was Howie's mud bug in Finlayson, Minnesota. That's exactly where we drove through. And while we dro- while we were driving past, I'm like, is this a um, a music festival that I am not aware of. What's up with all the people? And then we saw the sign, Howie's Mudbug. It looked like a goddamn good time. And of course, the weather was perfect for it. It was nothing but rain and just, you know, giant puddles all over the place. The whole goddamn highway. I mean, it looked, it looked like somebody had basically had like a kegger over the last like month. And it was just nothing but like, you know, pods of grass all over the highway and, it looked like a goddamn good time, dude. So I'm glad to, I'm glad I knew exactly now what you're talking about. That is the great magnet, my friend. 
Had you never brought, if we would have driven past, I guarantee if you wouldn't have brought that up on Friday, we would have just kept driving up 35. There's not a chance we would have driven past Howie's Mud Bog. Well, now that I know that it's there, uh, I guarantee that there's a Reddit thread about it that's got a bunch of pictures that people are going to look at later in life and be like, oof, that looked like bad decisions. But that's okay. Because the one thing that's nice about like getting all the music festivals out of our systems when we were like, you know... 17 to 22 is that there was no place on the internet for those pictures to reside they reside in a tupperware container in the back of my closet and that's where they will sit until the day i die because uh, i don't want anybody to see that shit and there was one time i had brought in a roll of film god man i sound like a thousand years old brought in a roll of film to I think it was a Walgreens. And it was just one of those one-hour things. You know, they, they turn your pictures around in an hour, but it was like a disposable camera. And I think we had just gotten back from like Ozfest or one of those places. And in the little packet of, you know, four by five photos they give you, there was uh, about four photos off a roll of 36. And a nice little note from Walgreens that just said, uh, the reason why you're not getting some of your pictures is because we have standards here at Walgreens. I don't know if you've noticed, but our perfume counter is top notch, my friend. But we ain't developing this. However, we'll give you the negatives. You feel free to take it anywhere else. We just don't want anything to do with it. And I, I thought, well, that's, hey, that's noble of you to have some morals. Obviously, the people who come in to get their film developed with you have none. But thank you for sticking to your guns. And uh, I, I just decided, you know what? We could take these things out and get them developed. But let's just hang on to the negatives. We don't need like actual hard evidence floating around. Plus, negatives are hard to tell what the hell is going on in the photo. And I'm like, we don't ever need to have this out there. So that's where it shall stay for the rest of our lives. By the way, on Friday, we were up at the cabin and I came across another sighting of Hall and Oates. You make my dreams come true. I told you that this is the greatest montage song of all time, right? It's the greatest montage song of all time because it is in 500 Days of Summer, which I love. Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, the height of his powers. So good in that movie. But this song also, I did not remember this. This song came out, I can't say came out, it was a part of the montage after Will Ferrell and John C. Riley finally figure out that they are best friends in Step Brothers. How did I forget that this montage existed? Maybe the versions I happen to catch on TV get rid of that, but I couldn't, yeah, totally spaced on it. I'm still standing by that this is a pretty bad video, but this is a great song. But between this and 500 Days of Summer, you can't find better medleys. For sure. Uh, Lindsay, thank God social media didn't exist when we were stupid young adults. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is uh, It is something that our kids are going to have to live with. You know, I mean, we already had a first lady in the White House who had her tits online. So how much further down the road? Do you remember when, like, you got a tat? Remember when tattoos used to be... Dude, you'll never work if you got a tattoo ever again. Like, you'll never find... Oh, my God. You got a tattoo. You're you How are you going to be employed? You can't be employed. Nobody's going to employ you. You have tattoos. 
And now when you go in for a job interview, they'll say something like, hey, listen, uh, we here at Costco allow you to have up to three gangbangs online. Okay? It's totally, listen, it's, we're not judgmental. It's totally fine. Whatever you're into, that's okay. I mean, we do draw the line at snuff videos. So if you got any of those, you want to make sure you put them on unlisted on YouTube because we definitely hold ourselves to a higher standard here at Costco. But you can have up to three gangbang videos. Completely okay. Not a problem. We keep lowering the standards for employment because work is so hard to find, right? I mean, just dudes with face tattoos are now helping you out when you walk into the deli counter. You're like, that never used to exist. And now we're just running. <laughs> we're, we're so low on good help that people are just like, whatever you got, dude, we don't care. In fact, I remember when I got hired on at 93X in Minneapolis, one of my bosses had said to me, uh, by the way, um, totally okay. You don't need to disclose it. We don't care. Do you have any DWIs? Because if you do, completely okay. Listen, we're not, we're not going to judge. Totally not going to judge. But if you got one, just let us know. I mean, if it's going to be expunged in like six months, don't worry about it. I mean, but we just need to know. And I'm like, nope, no, no DUIs. And they're like, are you sure? Because we got a lot of people who work in this building that got DUIs. Do you have any? Just so we don't have to go back and we have a Bruce Springsteen moment where you tell us you didn't have any DWIs and then we put out the Jeep commercial in the Super Bowl and then come to find out, yeah, you had a couple of DWIs. You ain't got any of those? I'm like, no. I was like, that's pretty, pretty clean. And they were like, okay, good. But it just goes to show, like, over the years. I'm not, I'm not kidding about that gangbang thing either, man. That people are, they, companies are hurting so bad for employees that they are just literally like, listen, if you got some porn out there, don't worry about it. Obviously, we can't have you teaching kids. That gets a, draws the line a little bit. But if you did some stuff in your 20s, eh, it's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, since we were at the cabin and Scooter just hopped on to the live feed of Instagram, I'll share with you guys. We finally got the, uh, we finally got the painting her mom made of the double rainbow that was taken at, there it is, posting it up on the uh, Instagram live feed right now. It looks great. It really does. It's such a, um, it, there's so much, the entire cabin is, it's all, it's a cabin. It's browns and oranges and, you know, dark yellows and dark reds. So the fact that we put a little bit of color in there looks great. And I love it. And thank you so much. Uh, my family was super impressed with it. And it's hanging on the wall. And hopefully, you know, when uh, when the guys get up there to go duck hunting in a couple of weeks, they'll look at it and go, what what is this color? What? Vibrant blues that make us happy? Take this down off the wall. Post haste. There shall not be any happiness. <laughs> Scooter says, uh, well, thank you. She says, you are so welcome. Well, we really do appreciate it. And hopefully it'll hang there for many, 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 many years to come. Uh, good morning to uh, Ella. Good morning to Haley. Hi. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Lynn, loving the scruffy look. Yeah. So I hopped on to, um, uh, what was it? Um, was it Friday? Thursday? Yeah. So I hopped into the shower on Thursday and was like, all right, if I get a good scrubbing in Thursday, I'll be able to, I'll be able to, you know, scrub down now. And then after that, by the time like Saturday rolls around, I can get into the shower at the cabin and then shave my face, you know, look halfway decent, somewhat presentable over a weekend when you usually don't change your clothes and don't throw on deodorant. But 
I thought, uh, yeah, you know, um, it'd be uh, it'd be nice if uh, you could possibly, you know, do a little bit of scrubbing under the armpits and get a good shave in, and that didn't happen. So I was about to do this podcast with, you know, Sans the hat this morning, but the, the hair is far too greasy, way too greasy. Plus, every once in a while, it like there was some report that just came out. After, remember Ashton Kutcher a couple of weeks ago was like, dude, you know, we're we're kind of not showering in this family anymore. And I got behind that. I'm like, I get it, dude. I 1,000% get it. I got to turn this off in front of me because Live from Daryl's House is playing on YouTube. And I'm telling you, every, every time I keep moving over because he's got Kenny Loggins doing Footloose. And I just, you know what? Let's actually give it a listen for a second. What a crazy concept for a movie, by the way. Footloose? You guys ever, have you ever seen? You ever watch? Crazy concept for a movie. All right, so we're a town full of Catholics who refuse to dance. And then some driftless sort of vagabond, some drifter comes walking in and he shows the town's kids how to have a good time. Time to boogie down a little bit. And the parents... I don't know. Nowadays, it's like you got to upward. Wouldn't it be quaint if kids didn't dance? You know, now it's like 16 years old and there's pictures of them online doing God knows what and things like their parents are are getting squeamish over. And, you know, they're sharing things and rainbow parties and all this stuff. But they didn't dance. That was it. They just didn't dance. So they had to go out into the woods and have a secret dance off. It's, it's the craziest cause. If you pitch that movie to somebody today, if you went to like the head of Sony and went, hey, we got an idea for a movie. It's a movie where a town of kids doesn't dance. And then a kid blows into town and he dances and he shows everybody how to dance. They'd go get the fuck out of our office. Are you insane? Are you kidding me? Have you seen the content that we've been putting out lately? Have you seen where we're at? I know everybody talks about like, oh, we're too buttoned up, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you guys forget what it was like pre-Janet Jackson. Because there was a time when ABC, they had a show called NYPD Blue. And NYPD Blue, no joke, would just show bare male ass. Nine o'clock, ABC. And then Janet Jackson happened. It was like three years after they made that. It was a big deal when it happened. Dennis Franz, I believe, was the guy's name. But it was a big deal when it happened. Oh, my God, they're showing bare, not only bare ass, but a male bare ass. Because ladies get away with it. Both sides of the table are like, man, naked chicks on TV, whatever, no big deal. But when you start getting into dudes, that's where they start drawing the line a little bit. And that was a big deal. And Janet Jackson happened and all of it got shut down for, for years. Oh, for years. Radio took a huge hit. Television took a huge hit. And now with the advent of Netflix and all these streaming services, you know, Amazon Prime, all of this content that they're, that they're pushing out that is really starting to push the envelope, like really starting to push boundaries with people. I mean, one of the biggest shows on the planet, the show, um, I'm spacing on it, it, it was like, in the time of Lords and Lordship, what the hell was that thing called? Uh, 
It was nothing but sex all over it. It was on Netflix. God dang it. Now I'm spacing on the name of it. You guys will probably help me out. It was just recent. It was, it came out. The dude hosted Saturday Night Live and everybody was losing their minds about it. All the ladies were just like, hmm, oh my God, look at how, look how good looking that guy. And everybody's all about me too. Until, hey, listen, we got to stop these predators. We got to stop these guys. We got to stop them. But it's okay to like flip that over and do it to a dude. We're all about like, hey man, time's up. Enough's enough. Until like a guy with rippling abs and a nice chest walks by and then every lady, you know, flips their head and goes, huh, what? What's, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't paying attention. A piece of meat just walked by Bridgerton. Thank you, Angela. Bridgerton. I knew it was somewhere. It was a B something. I, I knew it wasn't Downton Abbey. Although, could you imagine? Oof. A sexified, there's got to be some sort of like porno version of Downton Abbey. Going down on Abbey. It's got to be something, right? And it's just all nothing but like poofy dresses and yeah, right on. It's got it. It's got it. But yeah, that was the biggest show on the planet. And everybody talked about how steamy it was. Loved it. Loved it. The ladies loved it. Completely engulfed with it. Watched every episode. Although I was told like, listen, dude, you're going to love it. Because they are like, they're really starting to like push boundaries with this. And there's like all these steamy sex scenes and blah, 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 blah. And then I hop onto the... To Netflix, I watched the first episode. I'm like, what? What are you guys talking about? Like, I thought this was supposed to be like a softcore porn. No? Okay. All right. Too much dialogue for me. Way too much talking. Get to doing stuff, everybody. Uh, Let's see. Trish just hopped on. Good morning to you. Hi, Emily. Hi, Shelly. Nice to see everybody hopping on. Um, Yeah. uh, I don't know. I... I had that thought about like the other day because I was telling somebody this story. It was a couple of days ago about the day that Harvey Weinstein got arrested. When all that came out, the day he was arrested, I was walking through a restaurant and a lady reached up. She was probably low fifties, her and three other ladies at the table that were about her same age. Lady reached up and literally just grabbed my chest. Hand up, boom, right on my chest, and then like squeezed my chest. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and her friend was like, hey, oh my God, what are you doing? And she went, that's for Harvey. I was like, okay, first off, I don't, I don't know which Harvey you're talking about. I imagine because I watched the news, it's Harvey Weinstein. Uh, also, I'm not him, and I've never done anything like that. And if anything, you are as bad as Harvey Weinstein now, for sexually grabbing me in a way that I did not ask you to. What happened to boundaries, lady? And I was like, what? I was like, that, that makes absolutely no sense. Why it is that you, you mean you're making up for heart. You get to make up for Harvey Weinstein doing all those terrible things by grabbing me in an Applebee's on my way to the bathroom. I, that, I don't know how you put two and two together. I don't know what the correlation is here, lady. But after all that was coming out, in fact, uh, one of uh, just an amazing talent. Oh, man, she's one of the best. And luckily, we have her right here in Minneapolis. Um, a gal by the name of Dessa, who is a, uh, a singer, rapper, poet, author. Like, dude, she does it all, man. Oh, my God. She does it all, and she's so goddamn good. Um, I'll play a little bit of Dessa. If you don't know Dessa, you should check her out. That uh, Those first couple records, man, were just like, this is her new song. It's called I Already Like You. And they filmed it at a Target parking lot. Don't be shy, I already like you. Don't care what you drive, I'm attracted to the IQ. 
Dude. But she was doing like, I guess, a research paper or something. Um, I don't know what she was doing, but she basically just said, hey, was there ever a time when it's been like reversed, where guys have been the victim of inappropriate touching from a woman? And I was like, absolutely. It happened on the day Harvey Weinstein got arrested. I was working the door at a bar called Spanky's in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And when I worked the door, I was like, I don't know, 21, 22. And it happened numerous times where I'd be standing. And the way the door was kind of set was there were times where you kind of had your back towards the door a little bit when you were like checking IDs or whatnot. And people would walk out. They would kind of walk behind you. And while I was checking somebody's ID, I would just feel a hand just just come up and just give the goose. And no, like, no talk beforehand. There was never like, a, hey, would you like to go get some coffee sometime? Because I, and then, you know, grab a little chunk of Heine. There was nothing like that. It was just, I'm walking by and I'm going to grab some of that because that's what I see and that's what I want. And I got a couple of Bud Lights in me. Uh, but yes, it happens both ways. And everybody's all about, hey, man. Time's up. Enough's enough. And then we just see a dude with like, you know, giant shoulders. You know, we look at David Bautista and they're like, oh my God, what I wouldn't do to that guy. And you're like, why do you get to talk like that? That's ridiculous. (laughs) Doesn't make any sense. Now, am I going to completely cancel somebody because they've done it? I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of it, but I'm also just like, whatever, dude, if you, that's your thing, then fine. You know, I don't like it when guys do it to girls. That feels weird, but I don't think it should be the other way around. You know, um, I don't know if, if a lady, if anything, I look at it the same way. I look at when a guy gets jealous that another guy is looking at his girlfriend. I'm like, dude, why are you getting mad? Why get mad? Why are you getting mad? This is so ridiculous. Don't get mad. If anything, dude, you should be happy. You should be thankful that somebody that you don't know is looking at your girlfriend going, oh my God, dude, she's, that that woman's, yeah, take it as a compliment, dude. Take it as a compliment. Why would you ever walk away from that and be like, what an asshole that guy is. However, as I said earlier, make sure every once in a while you got yourself a nice, good, juicy, fuck you, ready to roll to somebody because it happened on Friday. Tell you guys the story. Uh, in just a second. So merchandise. If you have not picked up any merchandise for a long walk to Cleveland, you can do so right now. It's just at, uh, not at, I guess it might be on my, my Instagram, but just rudypovich.com. Also, coming up on Thursday night, I know a couple people wanted to get some passes. I'm going to get you guys on a guest list uh, rolling today. But on Thursday night, over at the Twin Cities Film Fest offices, I will be doing shorts and stand-up. Uh, where we'll be screening a couple of comedic shorts and then a few of us doing some stand-up afterwards. Uh, They're going to be showing my short film, Raising a Daughter, which won the Louis Anderson, Louis' favorite at this year's Z-Fest. And then afterwards, I'll be doing like 10, 15 minutes of stand-up and a few other comics as well. So uh, if you want some tickets, I'll get you some information. Just shoot me a line. We'll get you on the list. Should be a good time. Friday, we're driving up to the cabin. Decide to kind of take 35W. If you kind of know that area a little bit, You'll know it's it's packed. There's a, there's a lot of people. And usually until you get to about mid-state around Hinkley, Minnesota, is where traffic will finally start to, you know, lay off a little bit. People start branching off, going to their cabins and whatnot. And that's where traffic... You, but up until Hinkley, it's pretty busy. 
So Friday, we go rolling up to Hinkley. I want to stop at a quick trip and grab something to drink, fill up the gas tank. So I pull into the parking lot. If you've ever been to this quick trip, you know that you can make an immediate left and right there are the gas pumps. And you kind of have to pull in a little bit just to like make sure you're getting out of the way of people that are also turning in or other people on the street. So I turn into the parking lot and there's a guy backing up out of a one of the gas pumps. And he's in a truck, like a gray truck, and he, he's backing up and I see that he's trying to like go back to the right. And then what I thought he was going to do was pull forward and then go out of the side exit of the parking lot. Because that's what any normal person would have done. So I see the guy starting to back up and I stop my vehicle, giving this guy ample, ample room. It wasn't like I pulled in right behind his vehicle. I gave this dude like at least 10 to 15 feet, which is a good chunk of space when you're dealing with how many cars. I mean, dude, there was tons of cars. So, I mean, I, I might even say 20 feet. It was much further. The guy stops the vehicle, jumps out of the car, and gives me the one finger salute. Hits me with it hard and gives me a good fuck you. And my brother-in-law and I are like, what? What is going on? Why is this guy? I look in my rear view. I'm like, is it? Well, dude, I, okay, first off, there's, I don't have to move up for anybody. I'm giving you more than enough room for you to be able to get out. I don't know what, why are you angry, dude? Why are you getting all on my shit? So so the guy, instead of backing up at like a 45 or like a 90 degree angle and then going forward and then the guy did like a 180 and then went to go drive past me. And I'm like, dude, I can't let you just do that and not, you know, take at least a little bit of a tongue lashing. So I rolled the window down, and as the guy drove by, I just politely said, Hey, you! And the guy stopped, and I went, You can go fuck yourself! And the guy stopped the vehicle like he was going to get out. And I'm like, Dude, I don't think you want to do that. I'm not a fighter, but I got... There's two of us, there's one of you. Now, I don't know if you think your American flag, stars and bars, fucking button-up shirt is going to give you any protection, but dude... I'm I'm not above, you know, <laughs> throwing down in a quick trip parking lot because I did not instigate this. I did not start this. You came at me. You got out of the truck with the big middle finger and screaming and making a scene. So when I gave it back to you, you got angry. So the dude stops the vehicle and I just stare at him. I'm like, and? What? what what's up? And the guy almost I, I could tell he was about to roll the window down but then he just gave me the hard finger and then just left and just drove away and I was like I don't I don't know why everybody is so goddamn angry I don't know why you're freaking out I gave you more than enough room let's not forget dude you're not the only guy in the goddamn planet with a vehicle I got one you got one everybody in this parking lot has one we're all trying to make it through here it's super hectic it's frustrating it's chaotic because there's so many cars it's labor day weekend everybody's trying to get out of town now do i think that this guy's a huge piece of shit no is he probably having a bad day maybe does he handle things very very erratically yeah so dude how about next time bring it down a little bit because first i listen i get that you are trying to do your thing I get it. I get that you want to back up and you're probably trying to get to your cabin and your anxiety is going a million miles an hour. But you have to remember that we're all in this together, my man. As I've said many times before, I, I don't, 
listen, I like sports teams, but I'm a part of team human beings before anything else. So listen, if that guy, if that guy would have just been like, rolled up and been like, Hey, next time, can you give me a little bit more room? I'd have been like, Oh dude. Oh my God. So sorry. I did not even realize, but I gave him more than enough room and to come at me aggressively, dude, I'm like, I've said, always have a nice, good, juicy, fuck you ready to go to somebody. It really does make a difference. Because people don't know what to do when you do it back to them. Because I can, I, I'm gonna, just going to go ahead and throw it out there and stereotype a little bit. You know, the burly dude with the truck, with the American flagged shirt and the goddamn cargo shorts. I'm going to guess that guy probably handles things. Well, the way you do one thing is how you do everything. So I bet that guy lives with a couple of kids who fear him. I bet that guy probably has a wife who's just tired of his shit, but doesn't know where to go because she lives in central Minnesota and is kind of stuck. Uh, I'm going to guess that guy is, if he is a boss or middle manager, he's probably a huge pain in the ass to deal with. Is that how you want to live life? Just time, every time something doesn't go your way, you got to scream fuck you to somebody and then give him the finger? That's how that, if that, if that is, man, if that's the way you want to live, you go for it, dude. But that's not how I want to live my life. But I will definitely throw it back in your face. <laughs> I'm not just going to let you do that to me in front of, you know, a 75 people at a gas station and then I don't say anything. Dude, yeah. And the, the, the surprise look on the guy's face when I... And I didn't get angry. I didn't scream it at him. I just rolled the window down and went, hey, you. You can go fuck yourself. Let's see. Trish, the situation we're currently in has made people assholes. I deal with the public on a daily basis and it sucks. Yeah, what's up with all the commercials saying that, hey man, one love, hashtag we're in this together. That's bullshit, dude. You know what I saw the, the most was August 3rd of 2009? What year did the 35W bridge collapse? I know I go to look up this stuff, but then I just say, I just ask a question and somebody from the Instagram live feed uh, takes care of it right away. But whatever day that, I remember it was on August 1st, right? So August 1st of 2009, something like that, eight, um, that uh, the 35W bridge collapsed. And when it collapsed, 2007, Scooter says, it's got to be somewhere in there. 2007, eight, yeah, because I was doing nights at 93X at the time. It, that would have been right, 2007. I was doing nights at 93X. And August 1st, they're doing construction on the 35W bridge, and it collapsed. And in the process, 13 people are killed. And I worked not too far from that 35W bridge. So that night when I got off of work, uh, I had to drive through there to be able to get home. So I just stopped and I just sat and stared at the rubble. And it was like devastating, man. I mean, there was all these people and these memorials were coming out and people were, you know, coming by with like flowers. And it, it was, it really, I mean, and the people who lived there were very aggravated and putting up signs like disaster tourists go home. It's like, dude, maybe these people had had family members involved with this. You don't know. So that's August 1st. The next day, August 2nd, I'm driving to work that day. And I realize I'm going to have to leave early because now I'm going to have to take some sort of back street through downtown Minneapolis, take the bridge over to Northeast Minneapolis, try to get towards Dinky Town. This is going to be a huge pain in the ass. And I leave about, I don't know, an hour and a half earlier for work than I normally do. And while I'm driving to work, I'm noticing everybody is just, hey, man, no, 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 you go ahead. No, no, you're trying to get into my lane? Not a problem. Hey, come on in. Yeah, a lot of waves, 
a lot of smiles, a lot of thumbs up towards people. And the next day, August 3rd, we're right back to being assholes. Huge assholes. Everybody's screaming at each other. And especially now because nobody's figured out their new routes yet. Nobody knows where to go. So I'm having to go still go through downtown and no traffic can get over 30. And that was like the main artery. That's it. When it comes to highways, like if you want to go way out of your way towards St. Paul and take 280, you can try that. That's a massive pain in the ass. If you want to try to go around the other way, uh, 94 through the west side of downtown Minneapolis, you can try that. But that all sucks. 35W is the main artery. And it's going to be shut down for quite some time. And everybody is freaking out. Just screaming at each other. I was driving through downtown Minneapolis going, what happened to yesterday? What happened to all of us like being cordial towards one another? Letting people into your lane. Giving a wave, a thumbs up, a smile every once in a while. None of, and none of that shit existed. It was all gone. One day. <laughs> God. Ah. But like I've said, maybe that's another t-shirt we should make up. Just have a nice, good F.U. Just ready to rock. Just let it just flow off the mouth like molasses. Just let it come out and just wave over their ears and watch the look of disbelief. Oh my God. You stand up for yourself? It's fun to do. As I'm noticing, I just spat out part of my bagel. (laughs) By the way, uh, if you ever come into my house to use my microphone, make sure you guys wipe this thing down. It has been here for a long, long time. Uh, Although, see, that's the thing they don't tell you about, like, radio folk, is some of us keep it nice and clean, but there's some dudes you'd have to go in after them and just get, like, their hot breath on the microphone, and you could, like, feel it, the heat emanating onto your lips, and you're like, this is the grossest goddamn thing I've ever been a part of in my life. I get why you bring your own, like, shields in, man. You know, little microphone covers and stuff. Do it. Ugh, God, we're gross. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on Stitcher and every single day, 9.45 a.m. We go live on Instagram. Thank you, guys. Once again, I am Rudy Povich, and once again, really do appreciate you taking a long walk to Cleveland. (laughs) 